The Automotive News Canada podcast is brought to you by Diamond Coat. Did you know Diamond Coat has a 96% claims approval rate? This translates into happy customers and repeat service business. But really, you get much, much more when you become a Diamond Coat dealer. Advantages like in-house chemical manufacturing, product fulfillment, bilingual claim support, and a highly experienced team with decades of F&I experience. Visit DiamondCoat.com to get started. Diamond Coat, we've got you covered. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the April 1st, 2022 episode of the Automotive News Canada podcast. I'm your host, Greg Layson, the digital and mobile editor here at Automotive News Canada. It's been quite the month for Canada's automotive industry, particularly in Ontario, where Stellantis and LG Energy Solutions will build a $5 billion battery plant. The province also moved its vehicle licensing into the 21st century by allowing dealers to do the work in-house rather than at government outlets off-site. We'll find out what all that means for the industry, suppliers and dealers, when I speak with Ontario Minister of Economic Development, Vic Fideli, on this episode of the Automotive News Canada podcast. Uh, Minister, thanks for joining me on the podcast this week. Always a pleasure, Greg. Thank you. Uh, it's great to have you. Let's start here. It's a simple question. Why Windsor-Essex for this particular battery plant owned and operated by Stellantis and LG Energy? Well, it all goes back to our original story of Ontario reducing the cost of doing business by $7 billion uh, annually. So that is why we've seen $13 billion of investment into the province of Ontario in the last uh, 17 months, and I'm telling you, you will see closer to 18 billion within 18 months. So, uh, uh, w- uh, so that's why they're choosing Ontario. Windsor, of course, uh, the uh, home, uh, home of Stellantis, uh, a MEV program. There is uh, a logical choice. They had the land, the municipality, uh, the city of Windsor. Mayor Drew Dilkins and his uh, Windsor Works team. Uh, were able to put a land package together, and that was a really big part of it. We hear report after report out of the United States about automakers getting free land and tax breaks and all kinds of incentives. Could you just put it in context for me? What is it like competing against that? Well, it makes it difficult because in Canada, we don't have tax incentives Uh, We can make strategic investments. So in the case of the battery facility, uh, we have made a a matching. The feds and the province made a matching uh, investment. Uh, The number will be revealed shortly. It's just uh, we always reveal the investment numbers like we did with Ford and uh, uh, DeFasco and, and Honda. But in this case, we're pitching yet another battery manufacturer and we don't want to give our our top line hand away oh i understand that but and i want to ask this question about that if i can just jump in here i i know that premier doug ford during his campaign years ago said he was going to end corporate welfare what do you say to folks who say this is corporate welfare for an automaker who can afford it the hundred thousand men and women who show up at work every day in the auto sector in ontario were under siege and and, and in jeopardy. Uh, As these plants convert 
from uh, internal combustion engine powered vehicles for the last 120 years completely convert. This is a, a night and day changeover. Uh, all of the facilities in Ontario were in jeopardy and we needed to step up and make sure that we protected those workers. And that's the incentive behind this. It's all about protecting those jobs, the, the OEMs, the uh, parts makers, the tool and die and mold makers, the tech side, the, the green steel that goes into the cars, uh, the critical minerals that are throughout the north. We have, This is a big, big place. So we put all our chips in on this one. Do you have an idea yet on how many jobs beyond the EV battery plant this will create in automotive or how many suppliers might benefit from this plant or crop up as a result of this plant being built? Yeah, I think uh, that, that obviously there's 2,500 direct employees. First of all, they're spending $5 billion to build the facility. It's 4.5 million square feet. So we are going to have thousands of employees working for two years to build the plant, then the 2,500 direct employees. So I know that uh, Stellantis, LG, and others are talking to the suppliers now. Like, here's what we need. Let's, let's start looking at expanding your, your uh, delivery products. Uh, and pivoting to these electric vehicle parts. So we're still compiling the data. And again, we're still working with other, uh, we have room in Ontario for uh, certainly another uh, electric vehicle battery plant and maybe more, but we certainly have room for, uh, for one more right now. And we're looking uh, at, at satisfying that, that, that growth here. But it also spins off, think about the FASCO now, we made a half a billion dollar investment there only a few weeks ago because an electric vehicle, it's one thing to call it an electric vehicle and take pride in what you're driving. But if it's not a green vehicle, then a lot of it is for not. So that's why in Ontario, those batteries will be made with 94% clean energy. The cars will be assembled using 94% clean energy. And the steel that's going into the, the vehicles, uh, we're seeing DeFasco now spending $1.8 billion to convert from coal-fired electricity to an electric arc furnace. So now you're going to have green steel in the car. This is a very different car than it will be made in the U.S. You look at a battery made in, in uh, Indiana, 7% clean power. Kentucky, 3% clean power. You're going to put a battery made from coal, coal power into an electric vehicle and, and think you're driving a green vehicle. So there's a very different play. So, so that's why I go down the, food, down the whole supply chain. We've got steel. That's thousands of jobs now that will, be, uh, that will be saved and converted to green steel. All the way up north in northern Ontario where I live, where the nickel, cobalt processing, lithium, graphite, all of the critical minerals, we are going to need thousands of employees, new employees, in new mines. There's two new nickel mines uh, surrounding the city of Timmins, Ontario, which is a gold mining town. There's thousands of employees. And that means in a city like I live in North Bay, there'll be more, more employees needed to make the drill bits, the exploration bits, the drill rods, all of the equipment. This is, this is a bonanza. I'm just curious um, how you sell that beyond your riding and Windsor's riding. Does it does it matter in Kingston or Timmins or 
Ottawa that we landed this plant. I wonder um, if you can expand the automotive footprint now beyond just that corridor that has been Windsor to essentially Durham-Oshawa region. Um, what do you say to voters that are outside of the traditional automotive sectors and um, how easy or difficult of a sell is it? You just made a pretty good case, but I just wonder if it's resonating with the voters. So I'll give you two examples. So the, the, the Highway 400, uh, 401 corridor. Now think about NAFTA 2.0. In the rules of origin, we are going to see the demand, the, the mandate for parts, for instance, where 62.5% of the parts needed to be made in North America. That is sliding upwards now. Under NAFTA 2.0, 75% of the parts. So we would say to manufacturers who are uh, who are looking from the outside in at the auto sector, now, right now, this is the moment. Seize this moment as the shift is coming from internal combustion engines and all the parts needed to make those cars over to electric vehicles. Now, your injection molding businesses or in, in uh, other types of businesses start talking to us, Ministry of Economic Development, about, hey, how can I get in on it? And then when I go further north, my own town in North Bay, again, uh, we're surrounded by Timmins to the north, Sudbury to the west, and, and then other lithium places in the, in the farther west and the Ring of Fire up in the far north. In my community, we have 66 mining and manufacturing company, and the two of the largest mining engineering firms in North America are in North Bay, Ontario. Well, cementation is designing the shaft for the ring of fire. That's hundreds of jobs. All of the companies in North Bay that are making drill rods, every Friday, I go home, I'm only home in my riding in North Bay one day a week. I visit another mining company every single Friday afternoon. That's who I visit, and I say to them, guys, Get ready. Think of the drill rods they're going to need. Think of the repair and overhaul. Think of all of the underground trucks, uh, by the way, battery-operated trucks that the underground mines are going to need. Think of the tires that need to be changed. And I'm talking the huge uh, uh, mining vehicle tires. Think of all this, guys, and and, and think about, A, expanding the business you're in right now, because every one of these guys deal deals with mining companies throughout the north, and B, let's look at what else you can be doing, and we'll help you. We've got the Northern Ontario Heritage Fund Corporation to help you expand and pivot, so it, they're, they're, they're just licking their chops. This is this is the bonanza. What does the, and you, you characterized it as a green car, what does that green car mean to automakers in the year 2022 are they telling you that they want clean energy or that they need clean energy because that's what their customers want i just wonder what the feedback is there from automakers when they're looking for a site or a jurisdiction yeah they they do want clean energy and that's why they're here in the province of ontario again we went off of coal years ago it started under uh the previous uh, uh conservative government years ago uh, where we uh, ordered the first coal plant shutdown. So we're off of coal in Ontario. Uh, we've now seen Algoma Steel and Defasco announce their conversion from coal to electric arc furnace. So we are making the green steel that's necessary. And I, I think you're going to see this narrative being played uh, uh, played out in the public where you know people have a certain sense of pride driving an electric vehicle. But they're, they're going to have uh, a big letdown when they realize, yeah, the steel that surrounds you, 
made from coal. The battery inside you, the car, made from coal. Your car put together, made from electricity, from coal. That's, the, you know, that, 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 that it takes a certain, uh, the quote, shine away from it when, when, when you see that. Yet that doesn't happen. This is, a, this is going to be a real selling advantage of our Canadian vehicles. You hinted at it, and the Toronto Sun reported last week that there will be similar announcements of investment, and I'm quoting now, at two Toronto area assembly plants and possibly a second battery plant. What more detail can you reveal about what the Toronto Sun was reporting last week about that? And and what jumped out at me was the assembly plants. What is yeah. what is planned? What is coming? Um, I would say to you, and what I would be able to say to you is there are Many, many, many more uh, auto announcements to be made before the end of April. Um, and we're still uh, you know, in negotiations with other battery uh, plant manufacturers. But that, but that, I would say, is still some months away. We'll be right back after this short break. Diamond Coat has been a leading F&I provider to the retail automotive industry. For over 50 years, our philosophy hasn't changed. For us to provide the best products and services, we need total control over every part of our business. From R&D to manufacturing to claims administration, we do everything in-house. We're committed to introducing the best quality products to the market. And recently, through our partnership with Kix Global, we're able to bring the Kix Locate Theft Recovery System to dealerships across Canada. This covert device can be used within your dealership to track, maintain, and safeguard your assets. No wires, no monthly fees, just full protection. It's this kind of commitment that has made Diamond Coat Canada's most trusted warranty providers for all automotive dealers, manufacturers, and customers. To find out more about our new anti-theft products and programs, visit diamondcoat.com. That's diamondcoat.com to get started. Diamond Coat, we've got you covered. Um, as you know, Quebec is getting two battery materials processing plants, so they're sort of linked. One of them is owned by GM and one is owned by BASF, and we're told one of the reasons those companies chose Quebec is the province's cheaper electricity rates. Um, where are the PCs at right now in Ontario in lowering the electricity rate, as you guys promised? Well, it's uh, uh, a year ago, January, we lowered commercial and industrial rates by 15 and 17 percent, uh, percent respectively. Uh, and so we have uh, it, it, we have worked on continuing to lower the rate. But I got to tell you, the uh, uh, system that we inherited from the previous Liberal government was uh, bloated with uh, very heavy wind and solar contracts where they are paying 80 cents a kilowatt hour to make wind power and selling it uh, for, you know, uh, just over 10% of that price. So, you know, it's uh, buy high, sell low is not a very good formula, and it's adding billions of dollars to the cost of energy in Ontario, and we're continuing to work our way out of that uh, absolute uh, horrible mess that we inherited. The Premier continues to call it one of the worst transfers of wealth in the history of our country where uh, the, the, the very few government insiders uh, made billions of dollars off the, the backs of the ratepayers right across the entire province. And that, that's a, the largest transfer of wealth from the masses to so few people. And we're un, unraveling as much of that as we can. We cancelled uh, 790 
million dollars worth of contracts in our in our very first mandate. Do the electricity rates come up? Are they a concern from those who are looking to invest in Ontario? We've got a full package for them. Again, we've lowered the cost of doing business, including lowering energy rates, by $7 billion a year. One of the first things we did was lower the cost of the workplace safety insurance premiums, we call it WSIB, by 50% without touching the benefits. And that's a $2.5 billion dollar annual savings. Then we put an accelerated capital cost allowance in. That's about a billion dollars savings. We put, we uh, had eight different red tape reduction bills. That's about a $400 million savings. We did not go ahead with any of the previous government's planned tax increases, and that's hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars of savings. And then the the last thing after the, the, the reduction of the energy 15 and 17 percent was we reduced the the provincial share of businesses local property taxes by 450 million so that's the seven billion dollars in savings so we look at it as a cumulative package that we go back to these companies so energy is one piece of that pie but it's a pretty big pie of savings I still want to discuss electric vehicles, but on the retail side, the statistics and business plans are clear. Provincial EV rebates help sell EVs. We've seen that in BC. We've seen that in Quebec. Automakers allot their inventory to jurisdictions where EV rebates are available. So I have to ask, will the Ontario PCs reinstate the EV rebate? Why or why not? So we look at our investment of taxpayers' dollars in the EV space. We are putting it all into the manufacturing side because that's where the jobs are. And so our, our, our single priority here is to make sure we protect those 100,000 jobs. Our job is to ensure that those EVs that are purchased are made here in Ontario. So these are multi-billion dollar companies, uh, or these are multi-billion dollar investments, I should say, being made by multinationals. Like they're answering to consumer demand. They're, they are on the, the sales side. Our job is to make sure that we are investing in the complete supply chain where the jobs are. Critical minerals, green steel, parts, technology, EV batteries, the actual EV cars. And, and we know that our driving prosperity plan has done just that. So we're sliding all our chips on the table, protecting the jobs and creating jobs. I know this next topic isn't necessarily your file, but presumably you've purchased numerous vehicles over your lifetime. Um, You've likely had to wait days to get it licensed so you can drive it home from the dealership. Earlier in March, your government said all that licensing will be done digitally at 7,000 dealerships. That's new and used across the province. What does that mean for the dealers and for the consumers? Well, uh, we call it DDR, the digital dealership registration. It makes everything easier, faster, more convenient for people in Ontario to buy a car. So you, you literally can get in your vehicle almost immediately after you purchase and drive it off a lot because the dealerships can register the vehicles online. They can issue permits and license plates directly to the purchasers. And so this is going to mean that uh, uh, you know, those dealership registration transactions, they happen uh, immediately. 
And then, but right now, they're conducted in person, right? Cost time, cost yep. money. So we're shifting that to a very efficient online uh, system uh, done directly through the dealerships with our service Ontario. Minister, I appreciate your time as always. Thanks for joining me on the show this week. Oh, it's always a pleasure, Greg. Thanks. I want to thank Minister Fideli for being my guest on the show. If you'd like to be a guest, have a suggestion, or simply want to comment, email me at glason at autonews.com. And remember, you can listen to all our previous podcasts on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play, or on our website, automotivenews.ca. Just click the podcast tab at the top of the homepage. That does it for this episode of the Automotive News Canada podcast. We hope you'll join us next time. So long, everybody.